Welcome, everybody. Share number 690. Getting back to our Hilchas Brachos. Okay, we're trying to finish up the Inyanim of the Halachas of Chatzitza. Um, again, we are just trying to go through as much as possible the basics. There's a lot more involved. Um, any issues, any questions, one should definitely consult the Rav and double check in their situation, especially we spoke about last time when it comes to, um, you know, major bandages like casts or various different type of major bandages. Somebody had a surgery, Rechmanus, on these type of things on their hands. We went through some of the basic concepts, but um, there's a lot more involved. One should definitely ask in those situations. It shouldn't be Negea Misa to anybody. So just real quickly to go through, we spoke about last time in reference to the fingernails. It's just we're trying to go through Abadna Sefer, uh, how he sums everything up, which what, what we spoke about. Just a real quick review. Uh, in the English, in the in Rabadna Sefer on Chatzitza on page eighty four, he says dirt under the, the dirt under the part of one's fingernails. We spoke about this that the part that protrudes above the fingertips, right? If one were to look straight at their palms and see the nail protrude above their finger, that's what we're talking about. Um, is a Chatzitza. That, that's what we brought down from the Shulchan Aruch. So, yeah, so Lemaisa, so for example, he just brings an example we spoke about last time, the peanut butter or, or any type of dirt. Um, if they, if one's, it, and they had it in the upper part of the fingernail, which the, you know, the white part basically, that some peanut butter or something else stuck in or, or dirt that's over there in that area. So that we, that we said would be a chatzit. So one has to be careful to wash that out before. Um, now, what we didn't mention last time, and it's an important thing, in the general halacha, in Hilcha Shabbos actually, not so much our um, our halachas, but uh, in Hilcha Shabbos, that uh, the person is supposed to cut their nails every uh, Erev Shabbos, uh, or as close to Shabbos, whatever the case is. We're not going to get into all those halachas, Thursday, not Thursday, whatever the case is, but Erev Shabbos, the person is supposed to cut their nails. Um, the place can note that is commendable. He brings down on the bottom, which is part of Hilcha Shabbos, and to honor the Shabbos by cutting one's nails, um, whatever the case might be, the nails in general, um, every Friday, which also, and, and, and this eliminates Lamaisa. This also, that is not what we're doing. We're doing a covered Shabbos, but it also eliminates the nail problems of Chatzitza, whereby if the nail is too long, dirt stuck under the nails, overgrown nails, or whatever the case is, when it comes to the Tilsidaim, this in effect would, uh, eliminate that problem to an extent anyways. Now, also another thing which we mentioned in the past, important to keep in mind, however, if there's only a tiny amount, on all these cases of dirt on the hand, these various different types of dirts, if there's, a, he brings down from the Bir Halacha, um, just to quote it real quickly, the, the Bir Halacha over there now is Simen Kuf Samach Aleph, um, the he says, it's, it's mamish of any of these little drops of dirt. The mamish, a tiny little amount. It's such a tiny amount. The person, mamish couldn't care less. Any area of the hand or under the fingernail, whatever the case is, would not be a chatzitza. Again, if it's such a small amount, whereby even though you say, well, that's like the peanut butter, this and that is a chatzitza, but if it's such a tiny amount where nobody could care less. However, he says, um, in the English section, however, if there is only a tiny amount of dirt on the hand or fingernail so minor um, that the person is not makbid, nor would most people be makbid. Nobody would be makbid. It's so tiny. So then it would, it's not considered a chatzitza. Um, so a person does not have to worry, you know, to go take out a magnifying glass and start figuring out, well, do I have a chatzitza? Do I not have a chatzitza? If it's such a tiny amount and nobody could care less, uh, whatever, whatever it is that's on the hand, so a person doesn't have to worry about it. How small that is, uh, you know, a person has to know themselves. It's a tiny, tiny amount and nobody could care 
or less, so that would not be a chatzitza, even though when it's a little bit larger, people would care about it. Okay, so just moving right along, just trying to sum everything up over here. We spoke about ink stains, right? He brings on this rebound on page 86. Um, ink stains such as from a ballpoint pen, which people have all the time. Person working in an office, they all, they'll always have an ink stain. Um, or dye, or dye stain such as a form of a permanent marker type of a thing. Do not leave a film on the skin. There's nothing there. There's no mamoshes. You can't feel it or anything. And thus do not have the status of chatzitza. That would not be a chatzitza. Like we said, there has to be some sort of mamoshes. You have to be able to feel something. So therefore, in conjunction with having to feel something, if somebody has a paint stain, a glue stain, he brings down He's just giving some examples. We can't go through every single type of substance, but paint, glue, wax we spoke about, right? Or any substance that leaves a discernible uh, film. Um, in other words, it has a bit of thickness to it. There's mamoshes, such as one can feel the thickness as he passes the finger on their skin. You, they, you take your finger and you feel it. You feel something there, right? On the hands or on the fingers or whatever the case is. So therefore, it blocks and it blocks. What happens is, in this case, it blocks the water from contact with the skin. If you don't feel anything, so it's no problem. But if once you feel something, so it's already it's blocking uh, the water from the contact with the skin, if you feel it, and that would be a chatzitza. Um, now, I, I just want to mention, uh, okay, so let's just finish, and we'll, we'll get back to the Shabbos part just real quickly. I don't want to take too much time on that. Um, thus, he says, one who has hardened paint, one who has hardened paint or glue um, uh, on, uh, on their hand or on their fingers. In any case, one has to be careful, and they must be careful to remove all, all of it before washing the tilas yadayim. However, if the person is a profession, a professional painter, right, or uh, they're, they're a professional, that's that's Isaac in that type of thing, uh, where they have this thing on their hand, so a painter has paint, right, whatever it is. Uh, uh, the, uh, a construction worker has, has other marks, whatever the case is. So then, um, then we say that it falls under a different category that the person would totally not be mocked. But he says, however, if a professional, uh, if the person's profession is painting, it is possible for the individual painter not to be mocked, but to have some paint on the hand in general that's part of the um, part of their avoid, and it's not a problem. As such, they may wash their hands, um, and it would not be provided that the majority of the fingers are free of paint, right? That's what we say. Also, the person has to be careful, that was a machloikis, but to be careful that the, not, the, not more than 50% of the finger area is has has paint on it, but this is little drops here and there. It shouldn't add up to more than fifty percent, so that what we said would not be a problem. And ending this off, there's if there's only a tiny amount. Um, like we said, even a person who's not a painter, let's say I have a drop, tiny drop of paint that like whatever, a person couldn't care less. They wouldn't even look at it twice, right? Like we said, if there's only a tiny amount such that there's not, they would not be mockbid, nor nobody else would be mockbid, then it would not be considered a So also in conjunction with that, bir halacha. Okay, just ending off with the nail polish, which we spoke about quite a number of times. Just he brings it down here. We're finishing off the subject. Many Paiskim uh, say that the nail polish that we said that is intact. Regular nail polish intact is not considered a chatzitza for the tilsadim. What do we mean intact? However, if the polish, the nail polish is chipped or cracked to the extent that one is makbid and plans to fix it and, re- and reapply the polish, then it should be redone or removed prior to washing during the week on Shabbat 
Shabbos, if it's Shabbos, for example, obviously a person can uh, do all these things, but uh, whatever, Shabbos would be, uh, you would have to, re- a person would have to remove it. We're not going to get into the whole thing right now. Um, but Lamaisa, be it as it may, letter of the law, as we said, that in general, as long as everything is intact, he said that will be fine as far as nail polish, fake nails, these type of things. However, if the polish is chipped or cracked to the extent that one is mockbit and plans to fix and repair and reapply the polish, it should be redone to uh, or, or removed prior to washing. And in other words, if it's just a tiny, tiny amount where nobody could care less, anyways, nobody would even see. So then, would be that would be much easier. But if it's if it's something like you said to the to the point whereby a person is going to go ahead and fix it, reapply it, and so on, then they have to be it has to be redone, removed prior to washing. On, on again, I just want to stress on all the fingers, not just on that one finger, um, but a person has to you know to to make sure that it's uh, done right on all the fingers, not where not not whereby it'll look funny to an extent, like we said, uh, to take it off of one finger and then press that same polish on other fingers because people in general will be mockbed and not walk out like that. So that's an important thing to keep in mind. Okay, just finishing off with the, with the Shabbos that we mentioned uh, before, um, just keeping in mind um, in cases whereby somebody could take off, like we said, wax, glue, these type of things, and it's a question of on the hair part of the hand, like the back of the fingers. So if it's again, again, just to review, if it's on the palm area, whereby there's no, uh, whereby there's hair, so it's a problem on Shabbos pulling off the wax or glue, whatever person might have. So then we said person could just wash up to their knuckles. And we're talking about on Shabbos now specifically, but if it's on the finger area, one should preferably either have a, have a guy pull off the glue or wax, whereby it's a question of pulling off hairs also, it's stuck on the hair area what is to do with the shinoi with their teeth and so on, with the shinoi and it's a secretion and so on the glue of wax um, and to pull it off that way but again we want to keep in mind, in a case in time where somebody's stuck, like a Shabbos Yom Tov and so on, and it's on the palm of the hand and the back of the hand with his hair or whatever running into a problem, so you can always wash up to the knuckles um, but the evid that we said would be fine, thank you for listening Aslach and Baruch Kol to